In this talk on the morality of booze, I want to discuss the relationship of alcohol to the emotions. I said in the last talk that our reason is the thing that makes us like God and the angels. It makes us intellectual creatures and allows us to have real communion with them. But unlike the angels, we are not simply uh, spiritual or intellectual beings. We also have a body, something that we have in common with the animals. And part of this is that we feel emotions, we have passions. And that's why when we look at animals, particularly animals like dogs, you know, we can recognize in them a lot of the emotions that we ourselves feel, you know, joy or sorrow, uh, excitement or fear. And we recognize that because those things are a part of our lives as well. Now, when we're talking about the goodness of emotions or, or passions, uh, it's not just a, a question of whether or not they exist as a matter of quantity. So feeling tremendously fearful, yes, there's a lot of passion there, but that doesn't mean it's good. Just as feeling a tremendous amount of joy is, yes, there's a large sort of quantity of passion there, but that also doesn't mean it's good. The goodness of the emotions is not determined by simple quantity. Are they there or not? Is there a lot of them or not? It's really determined by their their harmony with the rest of uh, the human person, with reason, their harmony with reason, and reason's harmony then with truth. That's why all of the emotions have their proper place. You know, if you are being chased by a pack of rabid dogs, fear may be exactly the appropriate response you should have because then that will activate adrenaline and allow you to run and hopefully outrun you know the dogs that are chasing you so fear though often unpleasant uh, sometimes is exactly the right emotion that should be there same thing with sorrow on sad occasions it is appropriate to feel sorrow you know the death of a loved one or you know you lose a big game championship game that you know you've been working really hard at or you feel joy because of a birth or something like that. And we can also recognize that when those things are the, the opposite, when we're feeling joy and we should be sad, or we're sad and we should feel joyful, that something is wrong there. Something is out of whack. There isn't the, good, the right order or the harmony that should be there. And so one of the things that alcohol does is it, it enhances uh, certain emotions. Sometimes it may let emotions out, emotions that have been buried deep in, not just joy, but sometimes sorrow. And in this way, alcohol uh, can, in a sense, can help people experience emotions that they ought to feel. And this is why I think fundamentally Jesus creates, a, you know, changes 150 gallons of water into wine at Cana because it's a joyful occasion and he wants people to feel the joy of that occasion. Yeah, and yes, it's connected to his larger ministry, but really, he made 150 gallons of booze at a wedding, and he expected people to drink it, and then to and allowing them to continue to enjoy the wedding feast. And there's a reason for that, because a wedding should be a joyful occasion, and the alcohol, in that sense, again moderately, allows people to feel that joy, and so it can enhance the experience. But where alcohol can be very dangerous in terms of it creating joy is when it creates joy that is not rooted in reality. We feel really joyful. We feel connected to other people. We feel like, you know, life is good when it isn't. Or we use it to numb pain, pain that we ought to feel because that pain is telling us there's something we need to attend to. So right use of alcohol with the emotions has to be rooted in truth.